0: And welcome to go to their Thirty Rock podcast, a weekly chronological journey through Thirty Rock, looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurs that come. with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I'm your host Curtis Stone, and joining me is
1: David Amick.
0: And welcome to episode 104, season six, episode one, entitled "Dance Like Nobody's Watching," originally airing January 12th, 2012. Dave, if you would please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode.
1: It's a new year, and Liz is living on the bright side of life, leading everyone to wonder what's going on, and why she's so happy for once in her life. Meanwhile, Jenna has become reality TV's newest star as the mean judge on America's Kids Got Singing, on the judging panel alongside John McEnroe, The Nice One, and (laughs) DeFawn, riding on his Queen of Jordan fame. Finally... After hearing the words of Reverend Gary, Kenneth is convinced the rapture is coming and starts preparing for the end of days by knocking everything off his bucket list.
0: <laughs> Which is still about as mundane as you could expect it to be for someone like Kenneth. Uh, so this one, this felt like, a, I know we, we sort of, well I, I, I won't say we, I'll say I. Um, I kind of bagged on the last episode, like it didn't feel really like a season finale, it just sort of felt like another episode. This one felt like a premiere episode because it was like reintroducing everything It sort of set everything back up. Um, there felt like there was like a change and it felt like there was a different um, atmosphere to it. Like it felt like it's reintroducing you back to these characters. Yeah.
1: Oh, to give some context, in this season, 30 Rock was a mid-season, well not replacing replacement, but it didn't start until the mid-season. So yeah. last episode airs where they're getting in for summer break and they're coming back now and they're talking about their holidays quickly and then right doing a lot of reintroducing because i guess it's been seven months eight mm-hmm.
2: months
0: since the show was last on air so. yeah and it wasn't this one was, and i i guess i'd forgotten because i think we'd mentioned that she had gotten pregnant uh that, that tina faye was having was expecting her second child and i think when i initially read it um she must have that means she must have gotten she must have announced her pregnancy in april of 2011 because that was the reason the show got pushed back to mid-seasons, because of her pregnancy. So, um, anyway. So, yeah, this didn't debut until four months after it normally would. And it moved to a new time slot back to 8 o'clock. So, I think they dumped that three-hour, Come comedy, three-hour comedy block. Comedy yeah. block. I mean, it's a pretty strong lineup. Um, yeah, of all of those shows that are so now gone. Well,
1: I think the 30 Rock... No, the Office, and Parks and Rec was, were all part of that lineup. that was
0: uh, delocated or what was the... Oh, outsourced. outsourced well, and
1: at one time, that didn't, that other that didn't last very long. Yeah. Um, there was... Uh, one of them was... I, I can't remember if it was in a big block. There was that show with um, Christina Applegate and I think Will Arnett. Oh. It was called... Up, and my Rudolph It was called yeah. Up All Night. Yeah. And I remember it went through this really interesting creative thing where it's first... I can't remember if it lasted one season two seasons anyway it started I think as, as like a single cam comedy like the rest of the Thursday night lineup and then like there was announced that there were plans to turn it into like a re-tool it into a multi-cam or something mm-hmm. anyway I don't think that ever actually happened then it was canceled it was like it, it went through like a lot of like weird creative restructuring and I, I think it ultimately was canceled before it
0: um to try out the new style Ended up
1: being multicam. I'm not positive that if it if it if it was a multicam, it wasn't very that wasn't then that was the season that got cancelled because it wasn't around for long. But yeah. I just remember because it was like the sort of thing where the ratings weren't great, but it was like clearly the NBC operations people really wanted it to work, so they like gave it every opportunity to, but it just obviously didn't uh,
0: just didn't catch not. on. <laughs> October it was announced all of all night we go on hiatus. 11 episodes into its second season to convert from a single camera to a multi-cam. So it looks like halfway through the season um, was when they were going to make the change. But during that, Emily Spivey, the creator and the star, Christine Navigate, left the show and Will Arnett was cast in the CBS pilot, which was going to be the Millers. And then yeah. So basically on the show it was like
1: a, it was basically like an episode of 30 Rock where the show's going on hiatus or everyone's scrambling cuz the show's going to cancelled and lines up second job. So that's yeah. that's what that's how it basically seems like what sounds like what it was. Wow. I guess well clearly again clearly again clearly I guess they left because they didn't they weren't liking the creative right. direction were next yeah. Cuz when lose yeah. your creator and your main star then I feel like I remember it getting like Pretty good reviews, and I like, watched it, and like, like, didn't find anything funny at all. So mm-hmm. I dropped it after a few episodes, and well, obviously, I mean, if it got better, then no one was around to see it. But so, 2011-2012 yeah so 2012-2013 was the second season
0: when it was canceled.
1: Yeah, it it so
0: only, Yeah, it ended right like, at this time. Right. Yeah. So this was the replacement almost for, well, not the replacement, but
1: no, yeah, but it was yeah, but it was around this time was when it was yeah. on the air.
0: Hmm. So you made a comment while watching the episode it looks like the production either cameras or something lighting because I, I, I've noticed this throughout the run of 30 Rock is it looks like lighting's gotten better cameras have gotten better like yeah. whatever they're shooting on or with has changed and this is definitely like one of the seasons where I guess I guess you're right I guess they were shooting in real not real but uh, it was the first time it was really shot in high definition yeah because like it looks like because it looked 1080p diff, yeah.
1: Like, it was a very clear picture. And before, I guess, maybe it was only 720p or upscaled to 720p or something. Because this was definitely... It was much brighter and just seemed more... Yeah, much clearer picture. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. going
0: to say they got more of a budget because that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But
1: um, I feel like this around this time though it makes sense for the time when, like everything was really in HD because I remember
0: mm-hmm. the years yeah, before it was, that it was like this was about the time where everything became yeah. the default was HD was the default.
1: Yeah. Because for I was like it started out with like sports and then there was a few, few year period where there were like SD channels and HD channels and I guess there still are but now it's like HD is just assumed to be the default channel instead of like paying extra for the HD package or pay extra for the hd HD channels or anything like that long before that was the default
2: yeah well
0: when did when did like antennas officially become like oh digital dead like Um, like, you you can no longer access these without a digital antenna it was around this time right it
1: was yeah
0: so that would make sense
1: yeah because i remember that's right because i remember for my because for my grandmother who was who was still alive at the time? Like she didn't you know she never had cable, so she had to switch over and get all digital antenna boxes because she was just going off the yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: anyway. yeah. No, it's definitely a noticeable um, picture difference uh, with this season going forward.
1: Yeah, I think when they're watching, this is ten eighty p as opposed to seven twenty p. I think.
0: Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on? dance like nobody's watching i thought
1: it was a really good episode like for me 30 the strongest study rock episodes tend to be where they're being very satirical about like the industry mm-hmm. and the tv business that are in there's a ton of it in this episode because half the plot revolves around the whole i mean this was i mean i guess those shows are still popular but like when like america talent voice etc like really like at their ratings and popularity peaks so. yeah
0: yeah but but uh, I mean the joke about the mean judge though that's kind of that was definitely tired by this point because I mean like Simon Cowell is sort of oh for sure
1: yeah like, but they do a fun way of reverting it because John McEnroe is like the nice judge and obviously yeah. like you would expect him based off just his persona to be the
0: aggressive
2: yeah yeah.
1: So they play with it in a funny way, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the, I mean, I think it's still early enough where the stereotype of the mean judge is like definitely still a thing before being totally yeah. played out. But it's definitely still very yeah. Still and very, I kind
0: of yeah. like that. I, I would almost say it's a budget issue of not wanting to pay for actual songs. So they're oh. all it's all public domain yeah. songs that the kids are singing. Like none of them. Like even and even better at the very end when there's the dance like note like the the liberty fan dancers they have a they have a name timeless timeless flames or something like that they say it in the episode so we'll we'll clear it up when we get there but like even that song is it's it's a really parody cover of y'all i don't know the actual name of the song but y'all ready for this
1: oh um, like the song that's one of,
0: yeah it's one of the Jock um, jam songs but what's yeah they do a parody cover of it to like you you really want this or it's like the lyrics are just like it's the same beat, same tempo, same everything, but it's like that thing where you change the lyrics. So it's like, well, we're not actually playing the real song, so we don't have to pay royalties to it. And it's basically public domain. Yeah. it is. Of, no, it's yeah. definitely No, it's I mean the main I think the main the the main slash only lyrics is y'all ready for this? Da 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 Yeah. I I know that song has a title, but
1: Hold on, I getting... could
0: not tell you
2: what this.
0: Get
1: ready by 2 Unlimited. Ah. 2 Unlimited player being a 90s zero dance. Ah. There
2: we go. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's it's definitely that song you always hear at basketball yeah. games and any sporting event of just hyping people up. I'll take that over Gary, Gary Glitter any day, so that's good. Cuz he's a pedophile. Just FYI. The next time you're hearing, well, next time, da, 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 da. hey, just think that he is a pedophile. Yikes! Yep.
1: What a dark way to. segue into the episode, I'm just saying,
0: people need to know things. They don't know that already. I mean, what's the name? Of it? It's like something number. It's like it's like one of those songs where it's like a title number something. Mambo number five. Yeah. I'm still mad we never got Mambo one through four. I think it's pretty audacious to lead with the fifth one in a series of songs. It's, Come on, Lubeaga, get it together. Wow, you're doing some real original comedy there. Thank you. Any other thoughts before we hop in? (laughs) Let's hop in. All right. So the cold open is basically going to set up uh, Jenna's storyline as well as Liz's storyline. Jason, I really like
2: your look
3: you had it popping tonight. I totally disagree because I love your look. You're a star. Believe in your dreams. Thank you.
4: Jason, have you ever put out a cigar on Gilbert Godfrey's neck? Because I have, and his screams were the worst thing I'd ever heard. Until tonight. Congratulations, you're a disgrace. Also, Jason, if you think you're passing for straight, you're embarrassing yourself.
3: 17 million people watched that show last night.
4: Not me. I've got better things to do than watch Jenna humiliate children.
5: So
3: you don't care that Shayla made it to the next round?
5: How? She is so pitchy.
3: What can I tell you? The audience just loves Shayla's personal story. Did you know that both her mothers are serial killers? That's America.
5: shoo be shoo so, did you miss me over the break?
3: Of course, a little less than my kidnapped wife, but I did get a nice Christmas card from Avery and Kim Jong-un. At least I had some quality time with Liddy. She's like a little human tumbler of scotch.
5: You turning soft on me, Donaghy? If you want, I could recommend a good gynecologist. because no, I really like my guy. He's sort of a Doogie Hauser type, but younger. Aren't you going to ask me how
3: my... No. I know exactly how your holidays were. You took the train to your parents' house. On Christmas Eve, you forgot that eggnog has alcohol in it and got into a shoving match with your aunt about who puts the star on top of the tree. It
5: was my year. What, lupus lets you just cut the line? You
3: received two sweaters that you didn't really like and got your dad a book on World War II that he already owned. Wow.
5: You really think you know everything about me, don't you?
3: Yes, after six years, I really do. Well,
5: I will have you know that there are aspects of my life about which you know nothing.
3: (laughs) Uh, Take off that jacket If you're not wearing one of those Christmas sweaters out of guilt I'll give you $1,000
5: Wrong, Jack, because they weren't sweaters They were dickies
0: Happy 2012
1: Aw, Liz, she's so happy
0: Yeah, good for her But did she ever get $1,000?
1: I sure hope so, they never follow up on it, though But It's not the first time this episode that she bamboozles Jack Because he thinks he knows her so well And he really doesn't
0: Hmm, I guess we'll have to stay tuned to see where that goes because that's a cryptic.
1: All is revealed at the very end. Yeah,
0: there we go. Uh, no, I I forget that dicky joke. That dicky joke is actually really funny. It's so silly. <laughs> it's so funny, but man, that episode. This episode now is almost ten, nine years old. Like it's wild. Yep. Yikes! But I mean, like thinking about that, like. Not much has changed. Like it's a pretty timeless episode because America's Got Talent is still popular. Well, something getting—I'll
1: reference in a little bit—something getting a ten-two share and a four-two oh, in the yeah. demo
0: is. <laughs> well, when you get that nerdy, sure, it might complicate things, but uh, otherwise, other than that, it's pretty. Because I mean, all, America's Got Talent and Voice and American Idol are still relatively popular and doing well, so. What is it? That's an ABC show now, right?
1: Yeah, moved. It was, yeah. It's been a few years now, right? uh, Yeah, this this season that's upcoming is the third on ABC, I want to say. It only took a year, like, I don't even know if it took a full year off between moving from Fox to ABC, but yeah.
0: Mm. Was there a reason for that? Well, I mean... Just contractual or... Yeah, I
1: mean, Fox canceled because the ratings had gotten unsustainably low, I guess. And then, uh, I can't remember, I guess... I don't know if it was some like studio, the studio because was producing it was connected to Disney or ABC, so it was cheaper for them to revive it. But mm-hmm. if I, I don't know if I remember correctly, like ABC wasn't doing so hot at the time anyway, so they kind of, I think they just acquired it to to bring it back and have a new whatever thing. And I mean the ratings like aren't I don't know. I feel like we're, we're really starting to hit the point where ratings and live ratings like really don't matter because now mm-hmm. everything is like literally almost every show gets somewhere between like a 0. 0.3 and a 1.0 <laughs> in the demo. So it's like when you're talking countries here and there, like they've got to be making most of their money at this point on well, I mean, some money on ads, but like a lot of money on back end of like streaming deals and mm-hmm. stuff because it's just... Yeah. I mean, the ratings are still like, except for like, you, I mean, you still have like Grey's Anatomy and a few shows that I mean still punch above the rest, and like are clearly the most relatively the most popular. But it's like it's everything just keeps shrinking and shrinking that it's like it's hard to distinguish anything anymore. Yeah. So, thanks.
0: Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, part of me is glad because I've never understood like why ratings. I mean, I, I understand it, but at the same time, like ratings shouldn't discern. Whether the show sticks around or not, well, wholly just because it's like, I mean, the show can have good content, but just because no one else is watching yeah. it, it does. It, it's it's not entirely fair to just give it the boot. Well, but in an era
1: when that's no, how TV stations made their money, no, it was I know. off selling advertisements. Yeah, I know. I mean, but
0: that, that model is becoming obsolete more and more, in every year so. Um, well, well, not obsolete. Well, not, not, Netflix is pretty
1: pretty cancel happy, as we've discussed. Yeah, but I mean, so. like.
0: There's there's far more avenues now. It's not strictly just cable and network now. There's a lot of streaming services that will at least give you maybe one or two seasons to get your name out there and get you, get you a, a, an attempt as opposed to it being strictly tied to network or strictly tied to cable. There's a little bit more option and variety out there. I don't know. Anyway.
1: Anyway, we haven't said anything really yet about Jenna in her no. new role. Yeah,
0: she's taken to it really well. I'm I'm curious. <clears throat> this must. I'm just curious, like when this would have come up for something she would be up for, like you know, because I mean, like synergy. she's clearly not popular, so there's no reason she would get, you know, first dibs in a new show as a as a judge. But corporate synergy, yeah, no,
1: well, never synergy that must be I guess. What
0: but What's it is. Okay, so what's John McEnroe got with NBC that or Cable Town that? So he,
1: be a judge? well, he comment
0: he he he's, he's
1: a, a tennis commentator. So NBC. Okay. Sports yeah. still does, so I, I'm sure at the time, like, has the contracts for some of the major tournaments, so oh probably part
0: of that. That reminds me of that time we were watching that Djokovic match, uh, oh, at the in, U.S. Open, was yeah, that? and uh, he, he hit that ball at that person and hit her in the throat, like a wise person, yeah. And then for like the next 45 minutes, they had nothing because the game was canceled, so they had to just fill time, and it was just the most awkward thing of how much can you talk about a story to fill time for 45 minutes and not repeat the same subject matter but there's only one subject matter so you have to keep talking about it and it's just like it's just oh my gosh
1: that was just so crazy watching it happen live though because it was like wait a second what happened and like they have like the judge or the judges the empires whatever the referees whatever you call them had like this twenty minute debate or something mm-hmm. when they were like figuring out what to do and like commentators have like keep filling time and be yeah. like well that should be a automatic disqualification but because he's yeah. number one or is right. it going to happen
0: you know are they going to pull him out because of his clout or should they keep him in because of his clout I don't know it's not a great it's not a great area but it's like I mean if he broke the rules yeah he broke yeah. the rules you got to kick him yeah. out regardless if India. he's the number one player in the world or not in the I India mean, yeah. Yeah, he was de- they changed. made the right yeah they made the right call um, but it was just I couldn't imagine watching that stoically like watching that thinking oh what's good like in a dramatic sense it's just like oh my god this is insufferable like even last night watching the New Year's Eve stuff and I mean well I was only half paying attention but when they were doing the doggy drop on Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen it was fucking chaos, was what it was. It's I feel no, like that. I think yeah. they were too intoxicated at that point to where like they just forgot normal p's and q's and were just talking over everybody. It was just like, yeah. this is not how you have a conversation. I feel like they're
1: always that way though. Like that one, that yeah. is. They're always like the most chaotic and like seemingly like it's like it seems like chaotic and unrehearsed, unprofessional. But at the same time, it's like supposed to be that yeah. way. I think.
0: Yeah. like I'm not. I'm not mad at it being unprofessional. It's yeah. more of just like. Oh, my God. I like, If I were in this position, if I were in this situation, being a sober person, I would just be so fucking mad. So I'd just yeah. be like, oh, my God, you've got to let me. Because, like, the lady's trying to do her pitch of, you know, go to the website and adopt the dog. And they're just like, what kind of dog is that? What dog is that? Well, look, I'll keep the dog. And she's like, I've got, guys, I've got 30 seconds. <laughs> let me say what I got to say. And then you can banter. And it was just like they weren't letting her. And then they ended up doing the pitch for her. Not even because she ran out of time, but like in the middle of her pitch. It was just like, God, <laughs> awful. Maybe, yeah. The,
1: uh, the yeah. ABC one was a much tighter production. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that, I mean, I kind of expect that from. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. anyway. Speaking of America's Kids Got Singing. <laughs> anyway, back from the cold open and the opening credits, we learn of Kenneth's storyline and that he's got great news that the rapture is coming. Good morning, Mr. Rossitano.
3: I'm sorry you're going to hell. That's okay. How was your break? Wonderful. Reverend Gary did the math. And guess what? The world is ending tomorrow. And you're happy about that? Oh, of course. I get to go to heaven and receive my reward. 72 virgin margaritas. Hold the salt. Oh, I'm sorry I won't be seeing you in heaven, Mr. Spurlock. But on the bright side... Black Hell does have a jukebox. So
0: you think this is your last day on
3: Earth? Well, I'll leave the thinking to other religions. We well, you
5: must have things you want to do before you die.
3: Is the sky blue? Until tomorrow, when it will be on fire.
5: Then you should go and do them. I came across the following quote on the side of a tampon box this Christmas. Work like you don't need the money. Love like you've never been hurt. Dance like nobody's watching. Enjoy these Satchel page brand tampons.
0: You know what, Miss Lemon? I will do that. Thank you. You're just giving him the day off? That's awfully nice. I'm
5: a nice person because I'm a happy person. My happiness makes me nice. Also, maybe I'm in a good mood because I'm not being weighed down by redundant torso fabric. What does that mean? Wouldn't you like to know?
1: So like in that scene, how they make fun of like the whole like live, laugh, love style mm-hmm. brand thing and like how brand and brands that Really have no business using that. Just like latched on. Yep. But, like it's also like it made me think. Like I feel like usually a lot of like culture and stuff like that is, is you know it trends over time then drops off. But I feel like all that sort of like dance like nobody's watching blah blah stuff mm-hmm. is just as strong as it. ever You know what I mean? Because I think it's it's like
0: an evergreen thing. I so guess. every five ten years there's someone that's reaching that level of oh I'm almost retired or I'm going to be retired or yeah. I you know. I've stopped caring what the world thinks about me, so that stuff's just always going to be. I mean, there's probably going to be a little variance on it here and there, but yeah. live, laugh, love, dance like nobody's watching all those arguably happy yeah. slang sayings are just. I mean, we're going to be saying them. You know? I mean, I guess, but
1: maybe like, maybe it's because of social media, but it's just like I feel like it just like been it just, has just like been I don't know enduring like there's like quotes and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I mean, we were in that that uh, cabin rental place that like had that sort of stuff well, is that everywhere. Hug me, is that hug me, me on faith? the pillow. I'm is... going to get you that one day. Oh, That's your birthday gift. It's for just that. a
0: pillow that says hug me.
1: But it had like those cliche things like literally decor all over the house. Yeah, and, like
0: faith, friends, food or something like that. It's just like, just these all are just all words. Like yeah. they don't... It's, no, I, I agree, but
1: yeah. We don't need to rant about it, I guess I'm just saying, like, it's just interesting how it's like I mean that phenomenon is like feels like it's just been constant. And maybe it's always been, I just wasn't paying attention before that. But like specifically like the phrase dance like nobody's watching, like that's like one of the most cliche ones to me, and I feel like you still see that sort of thing used yeah. just as often as it was in twenty twelve
0: nowadays, I don't know. Right. Hmm. You can ignore it to the best of your ability. I mean case. I
1: pretty much do, but I mean I but I, I mean I like to hear how they how they're making fun of it, but also, so when they referenced when Kent references mm-hmm. Reverend Gary, I was like, "Wait a second! Isn't that the name of the Reverend and Kimmy Schmidt?" But I guess his name was like Reverend Wayne, Wayne Gary Wayne. Wayne, so it's not the same guy. So I was wondering, like, oh, "Wait yeah. a second! Was this like are they was this like not a crossover?" But you know what I mean? Like, was it a like reference a that they were.
0: or yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's, I guess not. It, but, I guess not. But at the same time, like, you could you could argue that it's sort of like I'm sure there's a Buzzfeed article out there that says. Seven connections between 30 Rock and Kimmy Schmidt. You'll yeah. never... Be, and they're going to go crazy with Mr. Mayor <laughs> if there's a lot of joke, inside right. jokes there, too. Yeah, but interesting. Um, I, I think that's something that a lot of shows generally do is they'll probably pull... Like, if it's the same creator, they'll pull references from stuff they've already done just as, like, an inside wink at fans yeah. and things like that. But I think most people wouldn't read too much into it. Because I mean, the character is completely different. It's played by John Hamm and Kimmy right. Schmidt. And this is well,
1: I mean, Kimmy Schmidt was still a few years off at the time this right. aired. I should know if it was just the sort of thing that like they, you know, they re- they just randomly referenced then, not expecting, but then just like pulled from it to reference it's, right. like a cutesy thing. But that, it's most it's, likely
0: a wink at the a wink at the fans more than anything. Yeah, I'm sure that she was probably writing Kimmy Schmidt in its early stages at this point. If it's yeah. a few years off, because you got to give a year to you know production. But
2: yeah.
0: hmm. anyway, speaking of America's got kids talent and Jenna Maroney who's the regional recording artist according to her Chiron
4: Amazing news Liz mm-hmm. I made the People Magazine crossword mm-hmm. one across five letters Jenna Maroney's first name Wow congratulations because of America's kids got singing I am blowing up when you google Jenna Maroney now I come up first, not the Jenna Maroney who electrocuted all those horses. Jenna, that was you. Anyway, I'll be back for rehearsal after I tape the show. Talent walking.
3: This has nothing to do with Jenna's success that I'm jealous of. But if that yellow hair bag of teeth keeps me waiting for rehearsal, I will set my dressing room on
5: fire. Okay, first of all, Tracy, you know you're the real star. Huh. You know what? I'm not doing this. But I'm acting out. Right. And I know it'll all blow over eventually, and so I'm just going to skip the exhausting middle part. But you're supposed to control me. You're Liz Lemon. That's what you do. You're a 42-year-old man. No, I'm not. I took a real age
2: test. and said I'm
1: dead. So the start of that scene is one of my favorite jokes of the episode where Jenna references the People Magazine crossword. which. I mean, you get a sense of it with the uh, with the clue being one across Jenna Maroney's first name. But also, when she holds up the magazine, the quote-unquote crossword is literally about, I don't know, like two, two crossroads and one, and one random yeah. set of f- a few blocks off the side, which is like, I know, hilarious because, I mean...
0: Everyone likes to feel smart, every- okay? <laughs>
1: yeah, but, I mean... It, Lots of newspapers and magazines have crosswords, and there's definitely a varying level of quality. and And difficulty. I'm not sure if People Magazine actually has a crossword, but there are definitely, like, the quote-unquote entertainment and tabloids that do, and that are generally very, very simple. So they're taking it to the extreme where...
0: Yeah, they just make it, like... And not even, like... It's not... Mean judge on talent show. It's literally Jenna moroni's yeah. first. Like, I mean, it's like because they're usually the answer. I
1: mean, they're usually. I mean, it's been a while since I've like seen one of those things, but from what I remember, like they're usually like not that simple. Obviously, they're exaggerating, but it's like they're basically about that simple. Right. Like, yeah. it's I like mean, you they're, have they're, to. They're not that. Simple, they're, they're not the New York Times right. Friday they, they're, but, the crossword.
0: Yeah, simple enough <laughs> to make you feel smart once you've completed it. Yeah yeah i've just the only thing that i have about this episode is it doesn't feel like liz sort of giving up on tracy is fully earned if that makes sense like i'm not sure like because i feel like she's done this you know what tracy i give up i'm not i'm not gonna pander to you anymore like a number of times throughout the series and this time she's just like you know what i'm not gonna do it anymore and it does and i guess that's where they start setting up that she's taking drugs which she is, but we learned that it's not you know anything hard. It's just it's joint pain. It's not crack. It's not crack or anything. It's but whack. it's just like I don't, um, I don't know. It just felt like the like why she fully committed to this now is is kind of odd. And she sticks to it for at least this episode. So we'll see if yeah. she. She's. I'm sure she has more freakouts going forward. But
1: you, yeah, you're you're totally right, and it's interesting because I I feel like that's that's something that is something that I like find Fought With A Lot is saying oh, Rocks already done basically the storyline or this like plot point like a bunch of times but this one actually worked for me I mm-hmm. think because she's so chipper and upbeat like it totally makes sense for her to because normally she's doing it out of like frustration like yeah. oh, I can't deal it with you anymore I know yeah. it's like I'm just so happy I'm above even having to care about this shit anymore yeah. so whatever you do what you want yeah. I'm gonna float on, float on in my new happy life Yeah,
0: I mean it's a completely different character we've never seen Liz this consistently happy in an episode which is yeah. if this is a real person really heartwarming but also really sad because yeah. it's just like Jesus Christ they're in the 40s they should have had but it's, a happy it, day once but, but, it's, but it's like, like it. for
1: the first time though she's like because no, normally it's like I'm going to be happy but now it's no, like, like she like, actually just, she's just is it. happy she is. Yeah. she's
0: not putting on an act she's not faking it yeah. it's all genuine happiness so it's, it's a nice look for her um, but of course, you know, it's not perfect, but we'll get there. That's that's later on in the season. Meanwhile, at the America's Kids Got Singing. Yes. Fucking terrible name, it's but I know great, that's, I that's the joke. But Jack is watching the taping and realizes that Jenna's maybe a bit too mean to the kids that are probably five or six years old.
3: The show's getting started. I better get in there. I'll see you soon. Is that your daughter? She's adorable. Thanks. She's my angel. Her name's Liddy. Oh, that's odd because my daughter. I'm going to interrupt
4: you right there, Liddy. Terrible song selection. You were sharp. And I'm about to get raw with you. You're weird looking, Liddy. Even if you could sing with that face, it would be like eating a steak that just came out of a dumpster.
2: I've done that.
4: Here's my advice, Liddy. Go work on your presentation. Take voice lessons. Then seal yourself in a barrel and fall off of a waterfall. You leave Liddy alone! I need it quiet to record my catchphrase. Sebastian, I'm gonna give you a few options. Love it, Jenna! Go! Is this your show? Liddy, go jump back up your mother! Liddy, go jump back up your mother! Go jump back up your mother, Liddy. Yeah, I like the third one for me and her crying on the second one. I love it. Brilliant, Jenna.
1: So lots of uh, <laughs> reality show machinations there were and nod's like, you know, obviously, like it's produced, so she gives different takes so they can select the take that they want to run with. Yeah. And what well, didn't mention it earlier, but I, I want to bring it up quickly now, is when they, they talk about the contestant who Liz says is too pitchy or whatever, but she's, she, you know, because America loves her because of her storyline. So, kind of a nod there at like the, like the okay. behind the scenes of like how, you know, "Quote unquote storyline matters it can make more your, than make
0: your stay a little bit talent longer than, yeah.
1: I mean to be fair I mean it is a TV show so it's like if you really like just put up like a bunch of like really really good singers it's like what would you you know what I mean like that does get boring so I
0: mean yes I would agree but at the same time if your show is literally based on talent and it's nothing but talented people their storyline should be second or third place not their their foremost feature or personality trait it should be like wait are you more talented than this person but you don't have a tragic backstory congratulations you're more talented than that person which you're on a talent competition so you win but anyway yeah. that's 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 very robotic and boring and i understand that's why i, would yeah. never be a I mean again
1: i mean a lot of people do watch those shows that way they watch it as like an objective talent competition so because yeah. i i remember um, when American Idol maybe was a little bit past its heyday, but still super popular in my, my first job, like there were several people in that office who like loved it. And like they, they treated it as like a straight up like this person is a better singer. I don't understand why this person, you know, like, I mean, I mean, I get it. Like, I guess you can watch it on whatever level. Like, I mean, I think everyone to some degree understands the TV show. So some just choose, I guess, Choose the way they watch it because I feel like there's with other shows like The Bachelor. Like, I mean, that's like not a talent competition, but it's like there are definitely people who watch it straight up because of romance and whatever, and people who watch it to be like to like kind of like analyze the tropes and like the mm-hmm. production behind it and like you know what I mean from a more yeah. subversive angle. So, have any
0: of those relationships ever actually worked out?
1: I actually, yeah, I think I think okay. quite a few have turned into marriages that are that still okay. exist. So like not it's a, sp- I mean, not it's most a of small them, amount, but, I mean, yeah. Because
0: I mean, I feel like. I I don't pay attention to The Bachelor or Bachelor or anything, but I feel like it was almost after the fifth or sixth season, it was just immediately predictable that you know as soon as the production wrapped that they were never, you know, going to stay together or anything like that. I think some seasons have definitely been like that. I mean, that's that's fine. Like, I don't want to be cold and heartless, but at the same time, it's like, I don't see how you expect to find the quote unquote love of your oh, life. I mean, a lot of people because, go on there just so they can right. build a brand to so right, launch an exactly.
1: Instagram yeah. or podcast or whatever other TV. Be on another reality yeah. show, you know, so. just build themselves. Up. Yeah, well, right. Th- so that's like, I mean, I I don't really watch it, so I only like know what I like read and hear about it. But like a big thing I know, like the thing people make fun of is like saying if people are there for the right reasons or not, because mm. the right obviously right reasons being true love, not going there to become famous right. like that's I, I I I don't know if that's as like a big a thing as it was but definitely at least like several years ago like I mean, it was it was like I mean it was parody all the time because people talk about like the right reasons or whatever
0: I also I mean we haven't really talked too much about it but the fact that Jack has not realized what Jenna's whole thing is that she's just being mean to people because no, right? One that's her role, but also it doesn't affect him until he hears that it's affecting someone named Liddy. Like he doesn't connect until it's like it's like that's my daughter. Then he could be saying that to my daughter, and it's just like
1: sort of like people who don't uh worry about certain things in the world until it happens to exactly, so them, or people they exactly
0: know. right. Well, even still, when it does happen, people they know they're just like, that's, oh, it's okay, and it's just well, like, that's
1: true. Actually, some some things that was have seen recently, but actually, you made me think of that. Something that I, I meant to bring up is like the interesting about Janet is like. I feel like a lot of the time, like, her character is played as she just wants to be liked, which isn't really true. As you can see here, like, she just wants to be famous, I guess. Exactly. It doesn't really matter what she has. Like, she, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's so much like, we've seen in Jenna Maroney that it's like, she seems desperate for approval, but it's like, really, it's just, she's okay playing, like, the mean judge who, like, everyone boos as long as it makes her yeah, famous. as long as she's in yeah. the
0: spotlight. Like, she's absolutely narcissist. That's yeah. all that it is. It's nothing yeah. beyond that.
1: And yeah. I mean, definitely, like, the show has definitely portrayed her as wanting fame at all costs. But it's like, it just sometimes, like, it's interesting that it's like, it's been times where it's like she seemed like she's wanted approval or whatever. But like, re- but like, this is just like, you know, really, she just,
0: like, she, I she just I, wants the fame. Like, almost like she, you don't even have to pay her. She'll do, she'll do this for fun. Like, yeah. It just seems like she enjoys it so much. She's like, yeah, I'll do this I, if I can tear down a kid. Because she's probably like, she's probably heard all of those things herself. So she's getting to live out a lot of fantasies. Yeah. From her childhood onto these kids.
1: And I would say, like, the concept of, like, yes, being like, straight-up mean to kids on a reality show is, like, exaggerated. Because, obviously, like, there are shows, like, I think, like, MasterChef Junior, like, Food Network has a lot of, like, those, like, baking shows for kids where even when kids, like, don't do well. Like, they say it in a nice... They say, like, right. how they're doing bad in a nice way. But it's, like, I mean, there was... I don't know if you remember that show, Kid Nation, which was a reality show <laughs> on TBS. I mean, that was, like... I can't believe...
0: That was, like, the... I can't Lord believe they got the away flies, with that. It was, like, like obviously there were... Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. obviously, like, there were adults there who were around, but, like, some kids, like steered, like, did get injured, and it was just, like... I don't think you could do that show now because no. I think there would be too much you outcry. Have done that show I'm, then. I'm surprised they got yeah. away with it then because it was well, just like that was like
0: peak reality. I where mean, it's mean, like we can do anything and nothing will stop us. It's really true, Truth but it was like literally children
1: like, like being in, like situations that were yeah. not I'm very weird. Like yeah. i I'm obviously, I never didn't get a second season, but it's right. just like
0: I'm sure there are a ton of uh, articles written up about like how the fuck did we love this yeah and like it like wasn't like
1: adults being the kids but like i feel like in a way it's what this show is making fun of it like things that like how are kids allowed to be on television like right. like how their parents like allow i don't know we don't want well, we money yeah it's, i guess like we don't need to get into all that discussion yeah. but it's just like I, I don't know in a way it's exaggerated, but in a way like that i think of that show and it's like it's almost i don't know right. it's almost not well, exaggerated too
0: thankfully that hasn't been replicated because yeah. hopefully we've learned enough that like yeah maybe kids aren't quite ready to be you know in survival mode or anything like that where they have to you know save their life like could you i mean you would never do it for obvious reasons but like naked and afraid child's edition like oh god you, no. could, you no. couldn't no, do would, that because no, no. well It's just they would die. Obvious reason. Well, yes. Also, I mean, the more obvious is that you can't say naked child on TV. No, that's what I mean. I mean, you could say that, but you can't. Yes, no. But I mean, like, something like that. I mean, you know, there was a producer that was like, can't we just do a kids' edition of this? And it's like, no. Thankfully, no. You cannot do that because it's horrible. Yikers. Jack comes to Lena. Wow. Jack comes to Jenna. Jizza? Jizza, <laughs> and, and there, I don't even remember what I called Paul last time. Uh, Jack comes to uh, Jenna with feedback about her, her last night's recording of America's Kids Got Talent. America's Got Talent. Kids, Kids Got Sand. America's Kids Got Stupid Fucking Title. Jenna.
3: We need to talk about kids.
4: Did you see last night's ratings? The only show I've ever been on that got a 10-2 is when Mickey Rourke threw me of the field during the Super Bowl.
3: Obviously, I'm thrilled about the show's success, but I wanted to talk to you about your on-screen persona.
4: I had an idea. Two words, BB gun.
3: Actually, I think the mean thing may have run its course. What if you went the other way and you were nice to the kids?
4: Well, no. I mean, being the nice one is Knack thing. thing.
3: Uh, yes, well, we've done some uh, focus testing, and frankly, I haven't seen such a unanimously negative response since the Frasier spinoff, Hey Raz. Jenna, they hate
4: you. No, Jack, they love to hate me. Kids is minting money for both of us. And what's more important than money?
3: Well, perhaps we could make even more money by pretending to be nice. I mean, look at Betty White. Uh, end of discussion. Just... Ease off on the kids.
4: Look, according to Tracy, people are switching minds around here. That's obviously what's happened. So whoever you are, show me Jack's penis. That's for you. So I thought him coming to her
0: was a ploy of just don't be mean to the kids because my daughter. But I guess he has actual stats and data to back up his claim of the mean thing has moved on. Because he does leave her with... The document, So I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was a bluff or if it was legitimate.
1: I mean, maybe it was legitimate, but, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like in a way, even though people say they, quote, unquote, like, dislike the Mean Judge, like, they really, like, I feel like shows almost need that dynamic mm-hmm. because it just gives you, like, I don't know.
0: You need having feeling. someone you
1: right exactly having someone you love to like disagree with or like love to mm-hmm. hate is like is I mean, a compelling reason for people to watch. We a show. have
0: it on RuPaul's Drag Race from yes, the Yes,
1: that's true. Which it's, although I have a lot of people like her, which like I can't imagine she's so. I mean, days are weird. I guess.
0: It's a, the, and she's not a bad judge. It's just no. she's she obviously has set out to be the quote-unquote mean slash villain judge although but she's so sometimes she tries super hard to do that. like she's kind of a lot of her criticisms stretch to be like hmm, i don't know about that
1: i will say though after seeing jeffrey boyer chapman on canada drag race like she at least pulls it off because like he was like trying to do the mean judge but like it just came off as like she does in a way where it's like sometimes like it really annoys me but it's like I don't know like she at least sells it like he was just like like you can like see the machinations of like I'm going to like say like a mean or like cutting snarky thing so I have to say something and it's like he did not sell it
0: but to be fair that's only been one season I'm sure like if we went back and looked at the first few seasons of her being on RuPaul's Drag Race it would be like oh she looks like she's stretching a little bit so he's gotta earn his stripes I guess but also he's Canadian and Canadians can't be mean by, by nature so Um, but it's also it's like when it's only he's only quote unquote mean when he's on the the panel because like when he's in their workroom he's at least you know he's he's nice and he's polite whereas Michelle Michelle is kind of like she always has that frigid look on her face so she you can't quite tell what she's what she's emoting so I think that plays better to that strength of being the mean yeah the mean judge I don't know Um, but yeah you're right I mean that that's Lineup works if two, you know, nice or at least a nice middle and an evil mean judge generally works because if everyone's up there saying polite things, well, you're not really getting critiqued, you're just getting
1: like if compliments. If you had Ross, Carson, and then like the third person was basically like another like Ross or Carson, like Mm -hmm. it would, I mean, it definitely would have a different feeling, probably wouldn't work. Yeah,
0: and even even most of the, the guest judges are none of them are really mean. Because I don't yeah. think their PR would want them to go up there and be too critical. So they have to have that villain or whatever you want to call it yeah. to, to balance everything out. Because even RuPaul rarely says too much. like That's she true. She just kind of yeah. is there. She
1: moderates it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So while Kenneth is still assuming the rapture is on and Pete is doing his best. to, I guess he, Pete's just trying to father him to let him know that the rapture is not real but not outright saying it's not real. But he's more or less just saying, like, Kenneth, you can do anything and you want. You don't have to just do your bucket list. Like, theres it's kind of a touching scene of them saying, like, you've never seen the beach, you've never seen sunset on the beach or anything like that. Because it's like, Kenneth hasn't really lived a day in his life. He's just kind of just done whatever he's expected to do. So it's kind of a nice little moment there uh, for Pete. Um, but meanwhile... Um, oh, no, I will say,
1: completely there, like, this episode was a good use to Pete. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. the... Using him more sparingly just as like the, I don't know, like kind of on the, not fringes, Boys but just like, reason. yeah, exactly. Like that. that's where I feel like he tends to function best and not, I mean, I know it's been a, a long time now since like the first season where they were really struggling to use him in an effective way. But like, mm-hmm. to me, this is like, e- even in more recent seasons, like there's just like, they try to do like comedy bit storylines with him that just like, I mean, aren't necessarily bad. They're just like it's kind of like eh. like this one but is just kind a good... of typical. Yeah,
0: like they're just stereotypes or sitcom tropes you've just seen a thousand times before. That it's just like oh, yeah. brother.
1: But the way he moves through, like, kind of moves Kenneth's kind of storyline along, of I thought was a good use of that character.
0: Yeah. Guess, yeah, yeah. Like he's he wasn't being mean. He yeah. was just being like, hey, you you literally can do whatever you want, and you know, even when there's the revealed of Lutz and Tufur and Frank like dressed up as Satan santa with an ak-47 and jesus i i kind of wanted to see how that was going to play out but anyway <laughs> i what was jesus and santa gonna kill satan was santa gonna kill jesus and team with satan because i mean i can see santa win? going i mean santa it, is, it, is an anagram a, of satan exactly letters, exactly. <laughs> just change them you're good um yeah but pete was doing a good thing um in this he, he was playing a good role in this in this episode um But meanwhile, while that's happening, and Tracy is following Liz to see why she's, he still can't figure out why she's so happy, but now he thinks that she's on crack. Uh, The implementations of the new rules set by Jack uh, for America's Got Talent. America's Kids Got Singing! Thank you. Uh, It's already messing up with the show.
2: You're the
3: wind beneath my wings.
4: Brock, I like what you did. That was good singing. You don't have a little rat face. You opposite of a turd with eyes.
3: Why are you messing with perfection, Jack? You need to remember that reality television is formulaic before you get us canceled because I will not go back to putting hair extensions on
4: dogs. Easy, Defuan. Yeah, we have a problem, but we're going to get through it because we're family. It's not working. You're ruining the show. You
3: think I don't know that it's not working, Jenna? Next week, Jay-Z was going to do a duet with one of the spinning chairs from The Voice, and the chair just pulled out. you are off the leash, Jenna. Did you see what happened here? We turned an argument into
2: an opportunity to become better friends.
1: John McEnroe, he's just such a relentlessly positive guy. So
0: upbeat. (laughs) Like, I know what the jokes are, but, like, it's just so heavy-handed that it's not funny to me. Like, I mean, I don't know know exactly who would find that funny, because I think the people who even remember who John McEnroe was at his peak aren't watching 30 Rock. So the only. No, that, I don't know
1: about that
2: I don't
0: think so. maybe I'm wrong but I just feel like I don't know if his reputation preceded him that much that when he's showing up on guest spots of, of 30 Rock that people are like oh he's the angry tennis guy or the angry commentator
1: like, I don't know I mean I don't know like obviously like he was like a he was a player like long before like I was even born but like I mean I remember right. when I was a kid like because my parents would like randomly watch like Wimbledon or you know French Open or whatever, and I mean he'd be a commentator and like, I mean I never I've never actually seen him play, but like I knew I just like somehow like knew or learned from like that that he was like okay, he, but, that was his reputation. But so this, I feel like a lot of people probably this twist are on the aged character of him way.
0: being right. the nice guy is that no like do people are people getting the joke that he's in his in his tennis days he was the angry tennis well I guess guy, that's what I'm saying here, like he's a nice guy but. If people is already getting
1: would have absorbed it.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: You know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, I feel like I knew that. So, I mean, I, again, like, I've literally never seen him play a tennis match. But, like, I knew that no, was reputation. No, I mean, like, I knew I that. I, I
0: guess I knew that, too, as a kid. But I'm, I'm, I'm just curious, like, now we're another 10 years removed of this episode. And is John McEnroe still that same reputation of, like, that that always precedes him in the 70s and the 80s he was a very aggressive loud player right. and then i guess it depends like 20 years removed now he's still holding on for that and so when he plays nice that's the joke yeah. or that's what i'm saying is like how I mean, far removed will that joke carry right. going forward
1: well as we've i mean i think we've discussed on here before like on the Netflix show, the Mindy should Never Have I Ever, like, he was the narrator. And I mean, it's it, it wasn't the same as this where, like, it was, like, parodying him, him being a nice guy, but, like, him, like, being a tennis player and, like, kind of being the narrator was, like basically the main character's father was like obsessed with John McEnroe or whatever so it's like I mean there to do that you have to un- assume your no. audience like has a base understanding so like I guess I would say yes then because that's a show yeah. that just came out last year because that would so. mean
0: that the creator of the show watched John McEnroe or at least familiar with John right. McEnroe a kid and put that into the story yeah I guess yeah. I don't know I just I'm just curious like like they far I feel separated like, yeah. that the reference will make it but I also don't have any weight I mean, less people
1: probably watch tennis now than they did did 10 years ago, so it's, like, maybe in another few years, like, it won't have that same, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, now we'll get, obviously, because of streaming and YouTube and yada yada people are watching less TV, but I feel like around this, like, 10, 15, 20 years ago, like, a lot of people were still just, like, you know, tennis is, like, a thing you can kind of put on in the background Mm -hmm. and just absorb and half-watch and, you know, so I feel like just, I, I don't know, like, I feel like... I don't know, just, like, a lot of people at least used to do that, you know, like, would just randomly have it on, so... Yeah. I think for this time frame, saying this there in 2012, like, I would say yes, like, if you did that now, or in a few years from right, now, that's like... that's what yeah, I'm saying, I like. so, yeah, really in 2012, yeah. there was
0: probably still... Relatively top core. At least I, now, think now. Now 2020 I think you could still do it. But now twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. I think you could still do it because I
1: mean he's still a commentator on all the majors, yeah. so it's the same thing for people who are watching but it. But like, like
0: now ten years removed, if right. never have I ever becomes a success and he still remains this, the narrator on that, people would be like, "That's the narrator." He could so be more famous,
1: right? I mean, so so that's definitely like, a thing. What's where he the joke here? Like, eventually, you know, I'm mean?
0: yeah. things like that. But again, yeah. I have no weight. It wasn't my joke, so if it lands yeah. and and persists throughout time good for them it's just that's that's where my mind was going with that was just like is anyone to get the joke that what he's playing is antithesis of what his personality has been for 30 years of his life kind of thing or or more i guess but that's all
1: i'd say i think so still for right now i don't know how much longer but i think right now i would still say yes also, before we move to the next scene, I want to say really quickly. I love how the kid, like they made fun of like the reality singing trope of like doing like that, the belting out or, like the notes and like doing like big production of. And the kid is singing. Do you know the Muffin Man? Right. And He's putting like the trills yeah. on all the notes and belting out those vocalizing on <laughs> yeah. a public domain Pulism or whatever you call trip, it. Kid yeah. song, like so yikes. that was a silly touch. Yeah. I
0: like. But, I mean, that's the whole joke about the episode, again, is there, it's all public domain song, yeah. and all of those songs have, like, five lyrics, and they're just, like... I'm surprised, I bet they have a deleted scene of Will's on the bus. <laughs>
2: like,
1: that's true, yeah. Because it's yeah, just probably. simple. It's a simple yeah.
0: thing. <coughs> uh, meanwhile, in Jack's office... Mm. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: sorry, before we transition, because you have a still up right now, there's also, like, a famous thing on American Idol, mm-hmm. it was, like, Coke did very... Coca Cola did very prominent product placements, like all the judges had Coke cups on the judging table in front of them. Mm -hmm. So in this one, they make fun of that with uh, White Grape Squirt is the uh, sponsor for this show.
0: Yikes! I wonder how many actually were drinking Coke, though. You know what I mean, like because I'm pretty sure all of those judges weren't drinking Coke. It was just literally just the placement. Yeah, I'm sure. important than what was in it? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) for sure. We can assume some probably had some alcohol
1: in the cups.
0: I mean... No judgment. As
1: long as you're not getting sloppy on air, I guess. Absolutely,
0: yeah. And I'm not saying like a full cup of alcohol, but, you know, spiked your drink (laughs) or water, whatever. Have a little rum in in your drink. Have you ever had spiked water? Is that a thing?
1: Well, like spiked seltzer.
0: Well, no, I'm saying like if you just took like water... Oh, like literally, like whatever. But I mean, like,
1: like, like, I mean I'm sure there are people who do in, that. Like, yeah, I'm I sure people do that.
0: Would you even ta- You wouldn't even taste the water anymore, right? It would all probably just, like, not. Would probably I mean, you probably
1: just it, taste like, like watered like, down rum or or I guess yeah.
0: I guess like when you. Yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, there probably are people who like don't like because I mean the typical like what no calorie ways to mix soda water with whatever. So there's some people who probably don't like sparkling water at all. So they just mix it with regular water, and I mean it's not really a thing, but I bet it's one of those things that like no one, like, ever, like, brings up because it's, like, such, like, a whatever combination, but I bet there are a good amount of people out there who, like, do that. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know.
0: I'm just moving on. Yeah, sorry. My, no, it's fine. I was just thinking, I wonder how much Power Jack has in this show because if he's an executive on the show, he should have no problem straight up just saying Jenna no. Like, it seems like he has to beg and plead with them to maybe change it. But, so I don't think he has that much power in this show then, because we've seen him in the past where he just straight up is canceling shows or saying no to things, and here he's like, I need you to stop doing these, but it doesn't work, because he just still lets them go back to doing what they were doing. So I yeah. wonder if he has much... I don't know. Like, How? I guess
1: typical, like, right? But he's—I mean—he's the president of the network, right? Just not—I mean, surely, like, he would have the power to talk to like the actual producer, executive producers on yeah. the show, and they would be the one to normally, I guess, really be having that conversation But, he but bringing, like, too much money. It might so. be ultimately up to—I don't really. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, maybe it's because it's sort of the whatever within him where he knows like what really is going to bring the show more money. So that's so he, you know, what I mean, like, he knows that it's not necessarily the right move to make, but he's having that like emotional conflict. So that's why yeah. he's like.
0: His emotional Not always saying it made more or less money. Like, yeah, oh, what was me? I guess, I don't know. Anyway.
1: No, but that, that, that's, that is an interesting point that you brought up yeah. there. That, that you're right, he should have the power to...
0: Just just to make her stop.
1: Or something, yeah. I don't
0: know. Anyway, in Jack's office, he gets some consultation, if you want to call it that, from his own daughter.
3: Liddy, thank you for coming in. I know you have to read your books with Sleepy Bear in half an hour, so I'll make this brief. You're almost one now, and you have to understand the way the world works. Now, I don't know if you've seen America's Kids Got Singing, but it's a hit. Variety called it boffo, and they don't throw that word around lightly. However, there are large portions of the show that feature Jenna insulting children not much older than yourself. I know what you're thinking. Do you really care about the bottom line more than the feelings of helpless innocence? That's cruel. Well, guess what, Liddy? Life is cruel. Sometimes, in business, there's collateral damage, and if you think I'm gonna turn my back on a 10 2 4 2 in the demo just because I feel bad, just because those kids had the same scared look on their faces that you had when that dog got too close to your stroller in the park, and yes, being a parent is like wearing your heart outside your body, and I don't want you to know that the world is really a scary, disappointing place. You shouldn't have to know that, not yet. I have to cancel the show. What are you doing, Liddy? Are you touching my hand because... you're a baby and you're developing your fine motor skills? Or are you trying to tell me something? What are you trying to tell me? Mommy. Did you say money? Is that your first word, money? Money. Yes, money. Are you telling me that money's more important than doing what's right? That I should keep on doing the show?
2: I want money.
3: I want money too. Oh,
2: thank you, Liddy. Thank you for convincing me to do the right thing.
1: Oh. So to follow up on your yeah, point like, there. I mean, he is—he is on the verge of canceling yeah. the show. So. I guess
0: yeah, they answered my own question. Yeah. So yeah, uh, man, that's so funny. It was like, and I don't—I guess the joke is that he's just not. Like, he's still such on the money aspect that he's not fully a family guy or a family man yet. Yeah. That he's not hearing her very clearly saying, mommy, mommy, mommy. And he's like, money? Yeah, money? You're right. It's all about money. It's just like. So uh, silly. That's so funny.
2: <laughs>
1: and also a good call back to Avery is, yes, still being held captive in North Korea.
0: Yeah, Uh, so meanwhile, while Tracy's tracking down Liz and sees that she's buying some sort of drugs outside Penn Station in Madison Square Garden, uh, Jack and Tracy track her down at Madison Square Garden.
2: Happy person dancing. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the WNBA's most popular dance team,
1: So, Liz's secret is that she's a dancer, a team dancer for the New York Liberty and the WNBA. Timeless
0: Flames, which someone pointed out that during the timing of this episode in terms of it being June 2000, June or January, that the WNBA would not be playing anyway. It's just people being fickle about things. Well, you know. It's not that we don't do that, but anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, Although, this show but, is like, it's funny like how randomly they like to make fun of the WNBA because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, you know what I mean like we've had jokes in the past now it's like oh the WNBA dancers are not typical cheerleaders they're uh, they're 50 well except for Lil, oh, it's like 50, 50 plus seniors
0: oh, I thought the joke is that that's just like a group like those aren't the cheerleaders for the actual team though right
1: I mean that's how I took it That like it's the oh, WNBA so it's like even like the team like dancers a, are like just old random old people who oh, are
0: oh I just took it as like a halftime show that it's like, oh, they, each team has like Man. a halftime interlude and those are the people that, because I don't, I feel like those wouldn't be cheerleaders. I'm pretty sure they would have cheerleaders. I don't know if
1: they actually do or not, but I mean, to me, like this was clearly the show dunking on like, uh, pun, in, not in, <laughs> pun, intended. pun
0: intended, he pun intended, did it, he did the pun joke,
1: anyway, um, I, I guess, I, right, I guess I could be wrong, but I took it as they were making fun of it and saying like, you know, like I don't know.
0: I mean I, I never saw it that way, I just saw them as like a halftime mm. act. I never saw them as like the actual cheerleaders. But they do say they're the most popular Well I, was, I wasn't dance. thinking cheerleaders
1: like like teams have like team dancers, you know, that aren't necessarily the cheerleaders but they do routines and stuff. So that's what I was kinda of thinking them of as. Like even like the, I guess the starts, not even the cheerleaders, but even like the team dancers are old.
0: But speaking of WNBA, there was a bit of a kerfuffle in the uh, the gaming industry more so the fandom because it's fucking stupid and toxic
2: Uh-oh.
0: where uh, I think it was the latest NBA 2k or NBA live or whatever that series is. Now they were introducing, they're adding women rosters. Like they were adding the WNBA into the game and it's not called WNBA live. Exactly. It's whatever. like who the fuck wants to play as the, and FIFA got not in trouble, but FIFA did the same thing a couple of years ago. They were adding in women's teams Into the roster again. Don't play as women. Exactly, they're completely optional. There are
1: some people who probably do want to play as women's Exactly, that's that's what it's about.
0: It's like you want your brand to grow. You want it to be as accessible and and for everyone to play it. I mean, FIFA. All of those games are going to be fine. They're going to be made daily every day. But but you want everyone to like it. But at the same time, you want it to be this exclusive thing for you. That's like no, it's only for me. and No one else can like it. But when I talk about it, I want people to have a conversation with it. It's like this stupid, weird thing of. I want it to be special to me, but I want other people to be able to talk about it and share this experience with, but then it makes it less special. So why should everyone be able to play it? It's just like, it's so fucking stupid.
1: I I mean, I can't speak for NBA, like if the WNBA WNBA is a totally separate organization. But I mean, the women's, like women's international soccer is part of FIFA. Like FIFA governs Mm -hmm. both men's and women's. So it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure some people are making the argument, like, NBA, like, WNBA is a separate thing, but, like, if you're talking FIFA, I mean, FIFA includes both the men's and women's body of sports, so it's, like, it, what, if, the, so what, I mean, what would their game be called women's FIFA? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense. It's not a separate league or a separate organization. Right. It's, like, FIFA governed, I believe, the entire, like, sport, so. Yeah. What's the... there's well, even, That's even less of an argument. Even if that for that
0: the golf, it's... LP, LPG That's separate. And, yeah. Oh, that is separate. Yeah. L P G and P G A. Yeah.
1: And I mean, like, I know, like, on the country level, like, I, like the women's, like, I, like in England, like, there's the Women's Premier League, which is separate. Obviously, it's a separate organization. But I mean, I think on the international level, FIFA, like, FIFA, there's, it's not, there's, unless I'm wrong, like, I don't, there's, I don't believe there's like a W FIFA. It's like FIFA, is all of it.
0: So. Yeah. Well, what if what's FIFA stand for?
1: Oh, it's French. It's basically like the in- in- International Federation of Football.
0: So, what if the French. first F is female? International Football Association. La
1: Femme International <laughs> Federation of Football. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's enough of me doing a French accent. Moving, moving no, on to the show. two
0: more, two more, <laughs> two more accents. No. <laughs> yeah, do a uh, let's do a Brussels accent. Well, that could be French. I mean, but there, just all French people sound the same. Well, if that's true. You, you're right. The the Belgian or okay, the accent,
1: I'm sure, it's different than the <clears throat> French one. But I don't I don't know the nuances. so,
0: All
1: right. so we're moving along.
2: On,
0: moving along, we'll let you slide on this one. Thanks. Uh, the finale of the episode has Kenneth actually seeing the sun sunrise on the beach. So he's he's checking that off his bucket list. Uh, meanwhile, after the game, uh, Jack is driving Liz around town, and he's still so smug about knowing exactly where her life is going. So
3: that's why you've been so happy and distracted lately. The joy of movement, exercise, 10% off arena snacks with your torch card. Who figured the whole thing out?
5: The man who knows me better than I know myself. Pull over here, please. This is me.
3: Ah, going to the movies. Let me guess, you're going alone to the 910 showing of Gary Marshall's New Year's Eve. You've waited five weeks to see it to make sure that you wouldn't contribute to it being the number one movie in America. You'll say you're seeing it ironically, and yet you'll tear up when Ashton Kutcher kisses Lea Michelle.
5: You know me, I love it when the swarthy girl gets the guy.
4: disappointment.
1: This child is thinking about gambling. (laughs) So uh, before we get into the big twist that's revealed, as they pull up outside the movie theater, there's like a, I don't know what you call it, like a ticker I guess that's like displaying, Mm -hmm. or like lists the movies that are playing along through. And one of them is Trivial Pursuit the Musical, which uh,
0: (laughs) was probably something that had been actually tossed around, because we knew there was that period where Battleship yeah. the game of life, all of the well, Monopoly were going to be moved. There was movies, supposed to so. be a
1: lot more that were announced that have never been, Ouija we- 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 actually was, was one of the ones that yeah. actually made into something. Yeah, But like, yeah, that's why I was trying, like was wondering if this episode was bef- like, had been after that announcement or whether it like, was before it because 30 Rock predicted the board game movie <laughs> revolution if not if, if so, if it, yeah. I guess didn't come out yet although well I mean I guess if they could make Jumanji into a movie <coughs> a they, successful they, they could figure franchise, it. yeah really. that's true they could figure out something with Trivial Pursuit
0: was Jumanji a game before?
1: Uh, you know what I thought it was a original I don't know I could be wrong. oh you know what it, is it based on a book so like there was definitely a game produced that, but that might have been after the movie so I think yeah. it, was a, it was a book originally the movie must have been adapted from that book mm-hmm. and then the game was the physical because of the was success made, of the movie yeah I think yeah. the game was
0: made after the fact yeah. I don't think it was based on the game yeah
1: Okay, so I guess that's... Yeah, so that's a different piece. But anywho.
0: Anyway. So what's the twist of the episode? These are audio listeners. They didn't see anything that just happened. Well... Well, the fact that it was backed by, you know, one of those, like, quote-unquote moving renditions of a... Classic song? A child singing about gambling. Yeah, of course. What's the, what's the name uh, Camp town Camp town Races? Someone singing like a slower rendition of Camptown Races to be romantic and sweeping and again when you list of lyrics it's just the same five lyrics over and over again. Who's gonna
1: bet was the last line? Who's gonna bet Who's on gonna the bet on the bay? On the bay, yeah. yeah.
0: It's just the fact that <laughs> it's, it's so undercut. Funny in that yeah. way it's so funny yeah. but it's the really big weird. twist
1: is Jack doesn't know anything about Liz at all because <gasps> she has a date with a mystery man
0: <gasps> who could it be? Uh, he was in the Sonic movie.
1: Marsden yeah James Marsden? James Marsden oh they already yeah. introduced him I couldn't remember no they haven't
0: introduced him yet, but that's I think he's well I mean I know they haven't introduced
1: him but I mean I, I guess I, I thought that was like a final season thing
0: no he, he comes I um, think he's in the next episode I like, guess so I think, he's, he's, already re- been I been think he's revealed in the next episode we'll have to stay tuned find out <gasps> Uh, but in the in the end credits scene, um, the some of the timeless flames get to showcase their talents, and they get to show that they can dougie and they can shoulder shake, and someone wants to do the lift. dancing lift. But Liz is—I I love that joke too, because you would think he would be the one that's yeah. doing the lifts. <laughs> But Liz has to be the one to try. But I like her attitude. She's like, not today. Like, She's like, one day we'll get it. She's so positive now. She's not She's true. living, laughing, she's and loving. Loving, laughing, and loving. She's living, laughing, and loving, and laughing out loud. LOL. Um, but that is a uh, dance like nobody's watching. Wait, well, did, did we ever
1: officially break down what was going on with Tracy's hunt and like that he saw her getting drugs <laughs> and what the drugs actually were and all that?
0: Yeah, they, we didn't, um, but they do mention oh, it in okay. the episode. In the scene before Tracy and Jack go to uh the madison square garden game um and it makes it sound like it's the madison square gardens game no the game at madison square garden you know the famous the nba team the madison yeah, square like, yeah, gardens know. everyone knows them there's a like, mascot sprout is that like is <laughs> is uh is their claim of being the world's most popular uh stadium is that true or is that just like something they claim you know what i mean, um, I mean like, it's heralded as like the world's most popular well i mean to be fair there aren't
1: many like arenas worldwide that, house, that are known you know yeah. that everyone knows the name of like yeah. i don't know like in la like there's the Schman Auditorium, but i feel like that's not even as famous as madison square garden so
0: uh, yeah i mean it's definitely like one of the longest yeah uh consistently running and it has this it has a subway running through it right well, it's right next to Penn Station. It is next to Penn Station.
2: Probably does.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So there's a moment when the Tracy's in Jack's office, and he thinks that Liz is a crack whore. Uh, and Jack reveals, no, it's a, what she's been taking is just a paint paint a joint paint relief uh, for her dancing for her dancing for her limbs and her elbows and her joints. Uh, so yeah, they did reveal it. we didn't we didn't clarify it. So we. But then final thoughts on dance like nobody's watching. Fourth I thought episode. this was a great episode. No, I agree. A good premiere. Very good premiere episode, and it, uh, yeah, it starts us off strong. So I'm looking forward to where we go. Does
1: the America's Kid Got Singing Storyline continue, or do they <clears throat> end it here?
0: I think it does. I think we do get a finale, because I think there's That's a storyline of someone wants one... one Talented kid to win, and there's a conflict of well, they're not the most talented, or something like that, and it's then it becomes like a just a popularity contest or something. I feel like that does that does come back. I don't think it comes back right away though. I honestly like if I'm if I'm full full clarity, this is about where i went on my marathons. I would sort of drop out of the series because I don't know just. I don't remember season six and seven being that strong so I never had a lot of urge to keep going back through them but I do remember there are bits and pieces like there there is a joke and I think it's in this season where Liz is like her one of her birthdays is ruined by Jenna just because she's bitter like it's like not her birthday or something and she like it's like a the joke is it's just told in pictures and I remember the the reason that one stands out is because that was the first gif I ever made was just putting those four pictures together to make a gif but it's like she's she sees her cake like the first picture is her seeing the cake and like Jenna's in the background and then the next picture is like Jenna getting angry in the background and then the third picture is her like cutting some of Liz's hair and, like, walking out with it. And in the fourth picture is Liz sadly still, like, stuffing her face with cake. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to ruin my day. Something like that. I think that's the season. But, like, I couldn't tell you what else happens in this season. So, we'll just have to. well almost, find out. I'll, I'll be on your level of just, like, I remember vaguely bits. But, all right. Well, as always, thank you for joining us on GoToThere. If you like what we're doing, rating, reviewing, all that fun stuff, it's going to be the best way to help us out. Otherwise, we will see you next week in episode 105, season six, episode two, entitled Idiots Are People Too. So which, true. Which is absolutely true. Which is our first uh, two part episode of the season, uh, which is cribbing off real life events. That was the moment. Is that Denise off, Richards I see? Yeah. That was the La time Cuisine. When- <laughs> J'adore La Pazine. Uh, the moment in real life where Tracy had made a tweet about like if his son was gay, oh. he would kill him and something like that. Oof. So they wrote that into the storyline of 30 Rock. Um, and of course, in 30 Rock fashion, it goes off the rails. So, yeah, that's next week. David takes out. See you next time.
4: My name is Bob. I'm 61 years old. My favorite move is the shoulder
2: shake. My name is Joyce. I'm 63 years young. My favorite move is the dougie. I'm Liz. I'm
5: 39 for the third time, and my favorite move is sunset arms.
3: Hi, I'm Louis. I'm a grandfather from the Dominican Republic, and my favorite move is the lift. Sorry, Louis. Nice try, Liz. Dance like
2: nobody's watching.
4: When you Google Jenna Maroney now, I come up first, not the Jenna Maroney who electrocuted all those horses. Jenna, that was you.